Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Shredded Ed, Cardio Johnny, Paul C, Matt Mork Super Troll, and Brazil Hadley. The best infotainment show around where you'll hear us joke, banter, and debunk all the nutritional myths you've heard time and time again, helping you get fit, healthy, and shredded. Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast, episode number 55. Ooh. Nearly, nearly did that, but it's on purpose, <laughs> trying to be funny for the lols. Mate, you're, you're far from funny. Saying lol in real life is horrifically bad. <laughs> what? I like saying lol. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've got a friend who does it all the time. It's like, just laugh. But, and then again... Yeah, is it... Is it Brett? <laughs> <laughs> well, it must be, because what other friends has he got? <laughs> but it's worse when they say lol, and they don't laugh. <laughs> well, that's, 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 why, that's why it's funny, Johnny, because you just go lol. I think I'd bring up no, no mate. What jo- do you what do you like? <laughs> Johnny's Welsh though, so he's very dry, isn't he? So he doesn't, you know, yeah. they don't do sarcasm and <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So it's you know why? It's because you know sarcasm is obviously like the highest form of wit. And let's be honest, Johnny's not the smartest thing in the world. What's that mean? <laughs> what's 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 I mean? Uh, what are uh, you trying to say about me? <laughs> I I, I, uh, I I threw in the word attenuate at work the other day, and they, uh, the guys I was speaking to looked at me as if to say, "I don't understand what that meant." And I even honestly went out loud, "Oh, he used smart words." <laughs> so I was there looking at me, thinking, "What is he doing?" <laughs> I thought, well, I thought it was funny, but there we corporate go. banter, corporate bants. You don't know the corporate world, Paul. Corporate world yeah. is a bullshit. Is no, it's not. It's an amazing, amazingly exciting place. Matthew Morgan will tell you that. I've uh, dipped my toe in the corporate world this weekend, uh, hanging out with some corporate people from from London. Um, you have indeed. Mm, um, can I just say though, it, has, has that not changed names? Because you said, have I heard of this thing you're about to talk about? And I said no. But then I realised they did one in Norwich recently um, at the university. And that was called something different. Because it said it, it changed its name. Um, no, they said it used to be called the Corporate Games. It's now called something else. Oh, right. It might be another branch. I don't really know. Um, apparently, the guy who used to run it um, left. and um, So he might have set something else up. I don't, I don't know. But it was in, it's like annually. And it was in Nottingham last year, apparently. So okay. um, this year, sunny Stoke-on-Trent. So no, it's pretty cool though. Um, running the hockey for this thing called the Corporate Games, and um, just get a load of like big businesses who don't mind paying loads of money for people to go and hang out for a weekend, playing sport, and then they all compete against each other and get points for if they um, for if they win like that event or whatever, and then it all gets put together a bit like the Olympics. Uh, but they do them all over the world, which is pretty cool. So. Yeah, and somebody put me in charge of the hockey. Uh, so yeah, but it was good. And now I look like a tomato though, because I'm very sunburnt and wearing a red t-shirt. So it's just like double tomatoness. So you just blend. Yeah. So yeah. they so they've seen it all over the world, and you've got to go to Stoke on Trent. Yeah, well, because it's just down the road. <laughs> Win. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, you. Uh, yeah. So I was. I think I got asked to do it like last week, very very last minute. So. But no, it was good fun though. It was good fun. Uh, you just get like this one try-hard team. All the other teams were like just enjoying life, and you just got one very try-hard team uh, who obviously won. Did you uh, not compete? You no, had to compete. Organising. No, because it was organising. You had to work you, for you that re- company. But 
you really wanted to play there, didn't you? I bet. <laughs> we uh, put a friendly on this morning for the team who came fifth. They wouldn't have had a game today because it was all like the semis and the finals. Um, so we put a friendly on and we got a few officials to play against them and we played seven aside against them. So I did get to play a little bit, but um, yeah. I probably could have winged it and played for Staffordshire Police because they had a few ringers. So, but yeah, because I ran it, I wasn't allowed to. Unfortunately, a few what? A few what? Ringers. Ringers. Yeah. Is that like ringers? That's what Is I said. Different Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ring, ringers. Johnny, how do you say ringers? Johnny, you're on mute. mute. <laughs> you're on mute. <laughs> you're still on mute. <laughs> Ring ringers. Ringers. I like it. Paul, do you want to go? Is he shifting it? <laughs> ringers. Ringers. Okay, we'll take that. Ringers. Yeah, shit. Crap. Um, Johnny, I've got another question for you. Oh, what is it? What do you think of Breyer's ice cream? Well, I had the chocolate one because it was on offer. I went and it was not recently. And um, I left half a tub. Why did you leave half a tub? Because it wasn't very nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> just mindful eating. <laughs> it was, I would have happily gone through it all if it tasted nice. However, it was very... I think the word you used the other day, mate, was shit. <laughs> it was. Shit. I didn't mind the cookies and cream one. So, for, I suppose for some context, uh, in the oh, office... No, 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 no. Just, just not anymore. I just, I'm going to ask people's opinions first, and then let's tell your story, because... I feel like this is in the right wavelength right now, and yeah. <laughs> so Ed, so we've got Johnny. Shit, what do you think of Brez? I've had the cookies and cream one, and it was all right. It wasn't amazing. It was all right. What was the best thing about the cookies and cream? The chunks of chunkiness in there. The cookie bits, yeah. 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 Sorry. Was it? Ice- yeah, yeah. Cookies, cookies yeah. and cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what what did the ice cream taste like? Average. It was. It was all right. What does it taste like? Oh, it was ages ago when I ate it. I can't remember. I can't even remember how my dinner tasted just. Alright, okay. <laughs> Anything else to add to, to my... Just average. Um, I'd rather Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> okay. Just uh, a cold sadness. Cold <laughs> sadness. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Like Dan Mack, I like that. He's like a, a bucket of cold sadness. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Paul, what do you think of Brahe's? Well... I have a confession that I've never actually had it. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. So, in the the realms of the story, I'm just saying mostly to poke the bear. No, I've only had Halo Top and that weird dairy-free Pekin one in the the realms of low-calorie ice creams. Perfect world. Right, okay. That's the brand. Sorry, Sorry, Paul. A rip-off. Yeah, they are. One of them. You've got to just time it to their own offer, or you can do that weird trick Brett did when he got about a thousand tubs for by using some cheat on the Sainsbury's points. That wasn't a cheat. That's a genuine just thing, isn't it? It's, that's not my fault they doubled up the discount and they ended up being free. <laughs> that's yeah, very, very clever. As doesn't it, so they can recoup the money you've been took from them. That was uh, Sainsbury's, I think. Oh, whatever, whatever one's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, 
Ed, Ed, do you want to explain the context of that question? Or So, in the office this last couple of weeks, when I say office, I mean the WhatsApp group. Um, <laughs> that's an office, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> There's been a bit of... Uh, well, I'm going to say pretty heated debate uh, between Friction. Brett Friction. and Matt uh, to the point of where somebody was either going to get murdered or the whole company was just going to break apart because it was getting that heated um, between whether Brayers is actually any good or not and whether Halo Top is better and whether you should eat the full tub or just a half a tub and, and just pretty much anything that could be argued about ice cream was being argued about. Obviously, being a, an adult, I stayed out of it uh, and let the children fight about uh, their ice cream. What was the verdict? What was the outcome? Anyway, you are. What was the outcome in the end? Um, we agreed to disagree. My my biggest problem was, I just can't fathom how anyone can describe Breyer's ice cream as amazing. Yeah, but. Matt is the person who eats nothing but heck chicken sausages. That's literally all he eats. So whether he knows anything about flavour and taste and things like that, who even knows? Yeah, yeah. He definitely doesn't listen to this, so we can slag him off I, as much as we like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he might listen. The, the thing that the thing that I find actually genuinely quite amazing is my uh, Instagram poll backfired massively because i'm surprised at how many tasteless idiots there are out there that said that they thought brez was awesome or amazing i was like oh my fucking god i was like that was two-thirds people said it was awesome compared to a third that didn't i was like how does that even happen like seriously have you even tried other ice cream is that the only ice cream you've ever eaten <laughs> you shouldn't anyway. be so opinionated you're uh, you are the most opinionated person in the world and maybe yeah, you should just probably. like loosen up and level up <laughs> <laughs> definitely true but as yeah you know it is what it is isn't it Braresgate um the, the irony is uh that day of the Braresgate I came home to find uh, an empty tub of it in my recycling bins a generous smash for a chocolate tub of Braise <laughs> I nearly Instagrammed it but I thought no it's probably a step too far <laughs> I might poke the bear a bit too much if I did that a little bit. So, uh, if you have an opinion on Brayers, Halo Top, Oppo, or all the rest of them, and uh, you would like to voice your opinion, then email us. <laughs> yeah, email info at nnncoaching.com. Uh, to be honest, like I, I never compared it to Halo Top, really. Anyway, I think Matt did. I just said I'd like Brayers to me just taste of nothingness, and for it to ever be described as amazing um, is such a surprise to me. That's all. But there we go. I do appreciate the context of it being low calorie. Um, you know, if it's low calorie and it tastes pretty good, then you think, yeah, all right, I'll do that. But to be amazing is a whole other level. I'm surprised me. nobody else has jumped on the hype. So you look at other things and you know, you give it six months and everybody's creating it. I'm surprised that Grenade hasn't created a, a, a low calorie high protein ice cream or you know something like that those companies yeah. i'm surprised no actual sort of fitnessy type food companies haven't jumped on it because it's yeah. all ex like other companies isn't it uh, who have made it yeah it's probably um logistics like obviously you can't store it mm. if you don't have like specific like cold warehouses and stuff and it's probably like quite a difficult thing to do actually yeah you'd have to go straight into supermarkets oh. with it wouldn't you what's the um sort of mac or the calorie content on like the what one is it? Way isn't it? Way something. That's in what? Tesco. Now. Way, way, way. Hey. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I've got a few smaller pots in my freezer, actually, those. They're about 90 calories for about 10 grams of protein. So mm -hmm. if you work out that way, because I guess all we're really worried about is the protein to calorie ratio, um, then, you know, a couple of them, you've got the same amount of protein as you would do in, in all the other brands, like Breyers or thingy. What I will say, though, whey haze worse than Breyers. <laughs> ooh, controversial. Yeah, ooh, I'm that is. I'm going to text Matt. Yeah, that is, that is probably worse than Breyers. Um, it? It's a funny it's a funny texture, the way hey one. It's a bit sticky and not really ice creamy. Is it a bit gelato-y, whatever however you say? Uh, no, because at least gelato's creamy. That's not mm. even really creamy. It's a bit like if you can imagine you literally just mix some whey and water and froze it. It's a bit like that. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that we are never getting sponsored by them. <laughs> well, we mate, just, I don't want to, Christ. We just shit on everybody. Yeah, just everything. Oppo and Halo Top. What's the ranking then? Okay, then. So, is what's the, so all the, the low the low calorie ice cream. So you have got the Way Hey, you have got Breyers, Halo Top, Oppo, the Ben and Jerry's Light. I mean, there's a lot out there if you start taking in like the Waitrose Essentials, whatever that was, the frozen yogurty stuff. Like, fro yeah, good. they don't count frozen yeah. yogurt. Um, okay, so there's five there. What's the? What are you asking me? Or well, just in general, what's the what what's the ranking? So the good people. I have know. had. I have had them all. Um, it, I'll be honest; they probably mix and match flavor-wise, depending upon the brand. Um, Agreed. Yeah, and of course, a hard one. I think I'm swaying towards the best being, and Matt's going to go for a fucking hissy fit right now when I say this. The chocolate uh, hazelnut oppo is probably the best because it's so chocolatey and creamy and the little tiny bits of hazelnuts make it like forever like Rocher ice cream. Amazing. Um, cinnamon bun, chocolate chip cookie dough, probably the Halo Top versions, probably... Up there, top three probably as well. Although I would, I think I'd probably throw the peanut butter cup up there. But then you start getting into like, yeah, I really did. And again, Matt's gonna have a fucking hissy fit. But I actually really liked the Ben and Jerry's light ones. Um, both. You know, I did that live taste test on whenever we did it. One of the Facebook lives we did, didn't I? When I had them again, I I actually enjoyed it more the second time around. I don't think I enjoy, I don't think I gave it a fair rating. Actually, I thought it was much better because the ice cream's a bit meh. But at least it's got some decent chunks. Like the, the caramel shortbread one's actually got shortbread and caramel in it. So that all of a sudden makes it way better than probably a lot of the other lower calorie versions because they just don't have many chunks in it. If they do, it's a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, but they, then obviously you've got the disclaimer of Ben and Jerry's being like twice the calorie content, even the light version, compared to a Halo Top or a mm. Breyers or um, Oppo. All right, then. Throw this one out there. Best Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, without doubt, I can't make sure I get the right one. I think it's one sweet, yeah, one sweet world, not one love, one sweet world. So that is coffee caramel with chocolate chunks. I th yeah, coffee caramel and chocolate chunks and something or other. It's closely followed by the one love one, which is something like banana chocolate. And caramel. I really like the. There was one out, a honeycomb one with like milk flavored ice cream. Yeah, and that was really nice. Or the pretzel one. The uh, home sweet honeycomb. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Pretzel one's pretty good as well. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna try and 
one sweet on oh, Google yeah. list. Yeah, I, I think I'm a bit more inexperienced when it comes to it because I'm, I just I just love the cookie dough. I'm not a massive, massive ice cream person. Um, I'll have it if I go to like, you know, if you go to somewhere and they've got a, like a quirky ice cream shop where they make all their own ice creams and they put all the different flavours and stuff in. Like, I love those types of things, but, but buying it for home, I, I don't really. Um, but cookie dough, I think that, that wins it for me every time. Well, here, here's the flavour of One Sweet World. So it's uh, uh, coffee caramel ice cream with chocolatey chunks and swirls of marshmallow and salted caramel. Um, so good. It was fantastic. <clears throat> Sounds pretty good. Johnny, come on. I'm going to go for one because I've had very limited experience for all these ice creams. Um, so far, so good together. So far, so good. Yeah, that's good. Which cool. is chocolate ice cream with a salted caramel swirl, chocolate brownies and chocolate cookies. Yeah. They, they brought out that uh, and what was the other sofa one? They Two together they brought out and they were both fantastic. They both brought them at the same time. <laughs> I've been to the uh, the main original factory Ben and Jerry's in Vermont, yeah. And they do an ice cream there called the Vermonster, and it is yeah. the bucket of it. It's like a KFC bucket, not quite as deep, but it's that kind of size. And they fill that fucker with ice cream, like double the height of the bucket. And, um, and the kids, it was like it wasn't even that much it was like $25 something like that and uh, these kids were buying it between two of them but they weren't finished like none of them could finish it and I was being sensible um, but I could have quite easily probably eaten a whole one to myself I reckon probably upwards of 10,000 calories like it was that big it just yeah easily and these, really? some of these kids yeah. did not need 10,000 calories no. The 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 monster is an actual ice cream flavor as well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did uh, release it as, as in, as in the, yeah, they sell it in tubs. So. Mm. Yeah, well, this was just it's that's like, what they just called their huge, huge ice cream. It was literally like a KFC bucket full of ice cream, um, and you could have like whatever flavors you wanted. So you could have a real mix of flavors, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, on that's the sort of side though, I I was watching um one of Mike Harrison's videos the other day. And he's obviously ice cream on the reg, isn't he? Every night, like the low calorie version. And he said, I can't even said the number in it. And I worked out to be that in the lab. That was 180 yeah. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like 900 quid on ice cream. So Mexican said he was ridiculous. But he said, and what? In in what time frame? Quite since, a uh, since, since Halo came, since Halo Top came out, he's basically said he's had at least one pint of Halo Top every single day since it came out and he said he's now gone through 180 something pints fuck yeah. so he spent about 900 quid in what I don't know yeah. I, I said there's 900 quid 700 quid possibly on uh, taking into account offers yeah that's mental because uh, I mean that boy can eat he can eat um, yeah. and he does eat uh, <laughs> um, but Jesus Christ I, I well, what do you what do you guys spend roughly on yourself food wise a week? Uh, does this normal grocery shopping as well? Yeah, just... yeah. So try and sort of factor in the fact that uh, obviously try and take uh, try and just, just just sort of work it out for yourself if you if you can. Well, I I could probably work out. I spend about a hundred quid a month. Uh, sorry, hundred quid a week on groceries. It doesn't include things like protein bars and mm. stuff. 100 quid a week on groceries, and that's probably 
at least 60 65 percent me yeah so yeah. you could say 65 quid a week probably yeah okay because i i think i'm not always the most prepared and i quite often buy lunch out so i i usually spend like 60 to 70 quid a week just on buying lunches because it's never mm-hmm. three or four uh, some days it's three or four quid but uh, all right we'll go with 50 because sometimes i do just meal deal it but i can easily spend over 10 pounds a day on on food for lunches because yeah. two lunches you know five pound a go that's not bad when you look at it like that yeah. um, <laughs> pays, pays, pays to be prepared there though mate oh I know absolutely I, absolutely yeah yeah. I'd be so much richer if I I, I could afford an even better jack you jack you are yeah I'm so annoyed <laughs> was, that John, was, that, was that Johnny's posh accent <laughs> you are <laughs> I was I, I wish people could see his face doing it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you just need a monocle. <laughs> uh, but and then like you've got food shopping on top of that, probably another like 60 quid's worth of food shopping on top of that. So I do spend quite a lot of money on food. So I dread to think what he spends on food. Um, did, did, did anyone see his takeaway from about two or three weeks ago where he, I think they would like just eat or something and he went to... Yeah, it was after, like, the prep, after his competition, wasn't it? Uh, well, no, that wasn't. That was a t- as a takeaway at home. So, because I think he went, they went at Seven Bone, didn't they? After his prep, which mm-hmm. to be fair is a banging. I haven't been to the one he went to because I think he went to one near Reading, but I've been to one in Bournemouth and Southampton, and they are banging. Great burgers, fantastic. Um, well up there. Anyway, he, I see him order something like I don't remember what it was now, but it's something like three burgers, two lots of sides, um, and then he had something like four different types of cheesecake that came in like little tubs and then something like three types of different flavoured cookie doughs like again and waffles wasn't it as well yeah, <laughs> I was like holy motherfucking mother of god I was like you've literally probably nailed about 15 10,000 calories from there in that one meal which mental. I still think I could do don't get me wrong but I just don't think I have the mental capacity to deal with that let alone physical it's just storing it where does it go? Like, I I used to eat a lot more volume than I do now. Now I'm a bit. I don't, I just don't eat as much. Um, but uh, just where does it go? Because um, I went out for dinner last night for a sports awards dinner, and it was a, like a, a, a carvery basically that they serve to you as, as these things normally are. And um, I think I had three was it three cheesecakes or two cheesecakes and I can eat a mess type thing because nobody wanted the desserts on the table so I was just like yeah 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 uh, and, that, and that was after you know double probably a double meal uh, and I was quite full afterwards um, so to have that again like, which he probably would do it's just mental uh, yeah it is mental so Paulie I heard you were dieting again yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Most non-commercial no. diet I've ever heard. Oh, kind of. Yeah. I don't know I am. Like, <laughs> I just don't like put pressure on myself with you guys. No. Um. Yeah. It's time what, to. What you, you mean? You're not doing that photo shoot? What photo shoot? That's gone. Oh no! I was there in. We, no, we, the next one. We oh, the next one. I don't we know. We planned another one, one for two years' time, so we, we're giving you enough time now. You saying that he needs two years to diet? <laughs> well, <laughs> with his with his commitment, <laughs> he'll oh, forget he's yeah. dieting later. <laughs> it's a bit random. Give me two seconds. I think my cat has brought in another animal. <laughs> is it a, is it a sausage? 
I can hear the oh, cat. Dinner's served in Yeah, she's crying as if to say, oh, oh, mate, I bought him in. Let me have a check. Let me t- I'll tell you what it is now. <laughs> you go check. I like, I like Johnny's. Uh, Johnny never updates his Facebook, but I did like his Facebook status update like either this morning or yesterday where it says, like, my cat normally brings in dead rabbits, birds, whatever else. Today he's brought in a sausage. <laughs> Where on earth has he got the sausage from? <laughs> don't know. Messi, he's like, I hope it's nicked off someone's plate. <laughs> <laughs> or it's been fed by another family and it's just like we're giving well, him a sausage. Probably, yeah. I've got a, a, a friend, uh, him and his missus, they've stole, they stole one cat by feeding it and eventually made home in their house and then I think the owners of the original cat said you might as well keep it because they then moved and took the cat with them when they moved. So, so, and then after when that cat then died, because that was quite old at the time, I think that's probably why the other ones didn't want their cat anymore. Um, they're now starting to do it to another one. I went in the other day and I thought, I thought your cat died. There's a cat litter tray in your utility room. Said, no, no, that's for someone else's cat. So they had this other cat come around that uses a litter tray in their house. <laughs> like, what is that about? I was like, so you're blatantly going to kidnap this cat as well, like you did the last one. The thing is, that you'd be really annoyed if like, some dog went and took a shit in your lawn every morning. So why would you do yeah. it with a cat? <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're just making sure, obviously, like, it feels at home in the house, so that eventually mm. just, like, stay, sticks around, I imagine, because yeah. cats will do that. Whoever treats them the best, they'll just stay there. Yeah, they're not loyal at all, are they? <laughs> I, I like dogs. Like, you can beat a dog, and that'll probably still go back to its owner, which is horrific. Mm. Whereas, obviously, a cat, like, if you feed a cat, that'll just go whoever's feeding it the most. Yeah, yeah. That's why they get fat. So, Johnny, what was yeah. it? Um, she bought a Volin yesterday. A bowl? Okay. Yeah. And now she brought in probably its brother or sister. Please tell me. Go on. on. No, I was going to say, please tell me it's alive. No, I'm dead. Does she she mangle them or do they come in pretty whole? Most of the time they come in, they come in all right, pretty whole, like they've already just been scared. (laughs) Like, but some, she's starting to put them outside the house rather than bringing them in. And we've had so many animals in yeah, the like animal farm, yeah. Like from in birds, rats we've had in yeah, two rats, a couple of mice, voles, chicks, like bald, mango feathers, people four of them in one day. Obviously someone had fallen off the tree. Um and then yeah, yesterday, sausage. Like <laughs> um tin ones. Like like a quarter of it. So like a hot this? dog sausage. Yeah, like where have you got it from? Who's barbecue? <laughs> I think to her now because I don't like it. It's filled with something. I think who am I going to have to go and destroy? Yeah, my yeah. last one. Anyway, who am I going to have to fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> all the all the females that listen to this are like, "Oh, Johnny's so nice. I really like him. He's like such a nice coach." Really, just a really nice, friendly person, and now you're talking about fucking up people because they're going to hurt your cat. <laughs> they clearly don't listen to the podcast because John, Johnny's a whole different personality on the podcast compared to to me. Uh, one thing I can't abide by is animal cruelty. No, yeah, no. I think we can all echo that. We can. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we ever got to uh, the end part of uh, Paul's, <laughs> Paul's dieting story. Yes, yes. Anyway, so let's back to that. So basically, I have decided to enter a slightly aggressive diet um, period where at maximum, or minimum, I've set myself on hitting 1,500 calories a day. 
Minimum? I don't, no, maximum. Sorry. Maximum, sorry. Maximum. I don't really struggle with that part of it. Because I'm busy, especially at the moment, because I'm obviously either at work or I'm decorating, stroke DIYing. It's quite easy. Just busy. Busy, busy. So then, I, as I said earlier to Brett, I tend to have, take a protein bar and maybe a farm or some type of Greek yogurt to work. I have that. I have a little stash of emergency protein shake if I really feel need anything else. Then I might go for an evening meal. Not go out for an evening meal. Make myself an evening meal. So yes, I've been kind of consistent with hitting 1,500. It's been all right. Yeah. Okay. Do you find... to come down? Do you, do you find the, the lower you kind of ballpark your calories, the easier it is because you take out more flexible foods? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just... I mean, I probably don't push the flexible eating as much as some of us do. Yeah, yeah. name's Brett. <clears throat> I was going to say, why, why do I feel the same today? Um, <laughs> Brett flexible dieting, hardly. <laughs> I created flexible dieting before it was cool. <laughs> uh, I'm just, whoa, I'm just very good at managing my appetite. <laughs> uh, what on earth are you showing Johnny, why? <laughs> Johnny's trying to show They won a game, smashing some Russian's car up. Oh, and we all know what happened to fans when the Russians got all of them last time. <laughs> Johnny, why, why are you not concentrating on this podcast recording? <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious yeah. business. Uh, no, that's cool, that's cool. So how long have you been doing that for? About ten days now. Yeah. <laughs> Good. No, probably longer, actually. Yeah. I don't know why it's funny, because it sounded like that was going to be like, yeah, like three months. <laughs> <laughs> it starts. Yeah, we've never been that long. How? <laughs> I'm starting tomorrow. How? <laughs> this is the plan next month. <laughs> um, how? How long are you planning on being aggressive for? <laughs> oh, my Lord, my, um... <laughs> the rest of your life. <laughs> With the diet. Um, I don't know. Just keep going. Yeah. Till you feel Until... a need for. Not until I'm like dead. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, just until kind of I get more of a less resemblance to a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I probably, what I'll probably do is the backwards way that normal fit people, fit pros do in diet through the summer and then maybe look shredded in the winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when things are hanging off me. <laughs> yeah, but then you have those layers on, and you'll need to keep warmer, so you have to wear even more layers. It does sort True. of mean really lean through the winter. When I did, like, comp, it got really um, really cold, obviously, like, sept- end of September, October, getting colder and colder. November was even worse. Uh, and then it hit December, and I was, like, skinny as a rail. And uh, I was just so, so cold all the time. It was so annoying. No. Johnny, haven't you been dieting as well? Yeah, Johnny, I was going to ask you, how's your intuitive eating diet going? Well, it went, it went all right. So I, I weighed, what did I, what did I go from? I think I lost like three pounds in like 
however long it's been. It's not. It's not fast. Six months. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how long has it been? A month, maybe. Just to see where, 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 like, if I just let my appetite be natural and what, what, how much we'll eat and what would happen, and it was, it was alright actually. It's not been too bad. Three months, but I'm being a bit more, I've been a bit more broke now. Yeah. Well, we said before, like your intuitive eating might not be actually intuitive eating because you're still going to have some yeah. education in the back of your head saying what you should and shouldn't eat, rather than listening to necessarily what your psyche is and your you know like psychology and all your your actual appetite hunger signals and stuff. There's no way to know and and not have some at least some ballpark. No, exactly. <laughs> You're, you're naturally going to have um, some form of restraint just from the experience you've now had over the past how many years. So and I don't think you can ever really get away from that and just be like, oh, I'm eating exactly how my body wants me to because that's bullshit, to be honest. Anyway, like we've talked about intuitive eating to a certain extent and on loads of other podcasts and you know the, the types of stuff that we've talked about in the three or four episodes ago, whatever it was. Uh, who is that cracker anyway? Do we know? Hello. I, can't I think it's you. I don't think it's me. Look, I'm holding my mic miles away. <clears throat> no idea. Anyway, so the types of things we talked about drive us to eat kind of goes against the fact that intuitive eating is even a good idea without without some form of restraint or without some form of education. About what you're eating. I think when you're doing it though, so I've been doing a similar thing this last couple of weeks. My weight's pretty much just maintained since about, I don't know. Like a couple of weeks, uh, yeah, probably about a month after the photo, no, a couple of weeks after the photo shoot, uh, my weight's just maintained at like 77 kilos, a bit of fluctuation here and there, but I've been trying to intuitively eat, but be, like you say, you eat, I've been, I've been eating my sort of normal meal, skipping breakfast if I've really not been hungry, um, but I, I've obviously been making smart and sort of decent food choices. So, uh, when you say like intuitive eating, you still have to make the, the choice of what you put on your plate. So, if you intuitively eat burgers and chips for every single meal, it's kind of not going to work. But if you say, right, okay, I'm going to have a meal now, okay, I'm just going to have some like root mash and um, I don't know, some other bits, uh, then uh, like some meat and stuff like that, and I'm going to have that twice a day, and then I'm going to eat something enjoyable in the evening, um, then. I'd say that's pretty good intuitively eating, but you're intuitively picking the right foods because it's lower calorie foods, and you can look at it as that instead of eating to sort of appetite or eating to um, hunger and stuff like that. Yeah, I think like you, you kind of have to have that, like I say, that educational, that still level of restraint because otherwise, like if if you ate to hunger, um, unless you were like literally only ate clean foods. If you ate clean foods, I think you'd probably naturally regulate your hunger a bit better because you don't have this hyperpalatable stuff and the dopamine rushes and all the things we talked about before that drives appetite um, happening. But mm, Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you get loads of people, oh, I only eat when my body says I'm hungry and stuff like that, which is great. But uh, at the same time, though, what are you eating then? Uh, and that's, I think, that's the big thing. Because if you, yeah. you know, if you eat like a dick, then <laughs> of course you're never going to lose weight. Um, but I think also, so like, just with me at the moment, what I'm trying to do is I'm 
trying to maintain my weight roughly and then maybe like next week I'll just cut things down a little bit because I'm going away in a few weeks time so um, I look pretty decent now but you could always look a little bit better um, so uh, yeah so I'll just <laughs> <Okay. talk. laughs> well, you can, everyone always likes to be that, that little bit leaner for holidays um, so, um, so yeah so basically I'll just whereas now I'm uh, having round of toast and a whey shake for breakfast and then I'm having you know a couple of light lunches and then eating whatever the, the rest of the family's eating in the evening and might have a beer as well um, and I'm maintaining well on that so probably eating like two two something like that 2200 calories a day and I'm maintaining nicely so that's good um, but and then when I come to wanting to cut I'll sort of go right okay well, I'm going to eat some of the things but instead of milk and my shake I'll have water so that, you know it takes 100 calories out uh, and then Instead of uh, instead of having some rice or something with my lunch, now I'll just have root mash or um, things like that. So, I think ideally that's where everybody needs to be eventually, doesn't it? So they can understand. Right, I need to lose weight. Now I can just remove this, remove this, swap this, swap that, and they can intuitively do it. But that comes out a lot of practice, doesn't it? <laughs> but that's the idea for people. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, it's uh, maybe a nice segue into how long are we in this now? About half an hour. But what we were actually going to talk about as a topic today. Um, so I wanted to touch on, I guess, something that we spoke about in our Facebook group during the week. So me and Johnny did a, a Facebook Live and we posed a question, which was, what do you think is the most important um, consideration when dieting. So that was the question we posed, and we did get some really good answers, didn't we, Johnny? Uh, from obviously the, the people in the group, got some really good answers. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously, I asked you what you thought, which obviously you wanted to tell me. I told you what my thoughts were. Yeah. Maybe we should. Um, and to be fair, like we ain't going to fake this. Ed and Paul both know what we or what we spoke about. So, you know, it's not like you go, oh, let's follow what they thought and see if it matched up, because obviously they will know. But um, yeah, just I, I don't know if we just want to um, you just want to touch on what your feelings might be, or whether you just want to go if you agree with me what I said, go straight into that, or I don't, mind, I don't mind saying what I said. Or you do do what you said, and then we'll 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 open a discussion about it, about that. Yeah, I can remember what I said. No, yeah, I remember. Adherence, come on, son. Well, I I, I initially said diet set up tonight, which yeah. Says, does become a adherence and it's like imagine you start so you've never started the gym never done a gym before i used to right i'm gonna do i'm gonna go 10 days a week chances are probably not <clears throat> so you're ready set yourself to fail it's like dieting and it's like if, you, if you've never dieted before and you've eaten shit for the last 25 years and um you've never dieted then if you say to yourself right all i'm gonna do is eat chicken and broccoli seven times a day um, because of boosting metabolism, apparently. It doesn't. Um, then the chances of you doing that for any sustained period of time is going to be very, very slim. However, that is the odd. Affectionately, I'll, I'll say, freak who can do it, bodybuilders, not that they know, not a nasty term, but they're just very um, special breed. So... It's better off to go right <clears throat> if you go five trainings a week, let's up three. At least a seven small, so you can set that up right. I can I, that's an achievable target. 
It's just basically setting a diet up to suit your lifestyle a bit better. Like I said, if you don't have breakfast and you decide, oh, I'm going to have breakfast every day, then the one day you're busy because you've got kids and you're busy in the morning and you don't eat breakfast, you don't eat dinner, you think you've failed, so then you'll just go, fuck it, I'm just going to eat whatever I want all day because this happens. Then in your head, psychologically, you failed already. Well, actually, it's not a failure. You've just missed breakfast and cut a few hundred calories in your day. So <clears throat> being aware of your lifestyle, your likes and dislikes, and, and what you can actually stick to, which then obviously is adherence. It's a bit of a roundup. Yeah. Like it, no? And I, obviously, I think some people, I'm trying to think what some of the people in the group said now. I think it was kind of things like consistency or tracking calories. Uh, Calorie deficit, obviously, someone said. Um, yeah. I think oh. that just goes to show, though, that there is a lot of things. I mean, you could give it like an umbrella term, but there are a lot of little things that go into a diet. So it's not just about making sure you eat the right food, whatever that may be, or that sort of thing. I think, you know, the, the sort of the magic source for, or the magic ingredients for a successful diet is. I personally think a handful of things. So, you know, talking about things like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, appetite or talking about adherence or, or, you know, a calorie deficit, things like that are all, um, you know, all little sort of uh, things to, to put together, uh, more so than it just being one thing, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I guess, like, it was just the, the 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 answer that we came up with was just kind of my opinion, I suppose, in that um, it's not the only consideration by any stretch. And to be honest, some people would argue that's maybe not even the most important. But we kind of just went through, didn't we, Johnny, and talked about why we thought maybe it might be, just because it does affect many different um, avenues, I suppose. But like you say, Ed, obviously, you know, you could use an umbrella term, say it's like, you know, one thing of over low. It affects so many different things. But um, Paul, you got anything to add, mate? Sorry, I had a mute then. Uh, okay, go on. Can you hear me? Yeah. I just changed headphones in the in the in the crackle world. Um, what are you saying about dieting adherence? Yeah, well, obviously, I was just saying like you've heard what the the kind of the, the gist of the conversation went from our our live Q and A that we did in our Facebook group. So you know what the answer is in terms of what I thought was the most important factor to consider while dieting i just wondered if you had anything you wanted to add before we kind of went into it um obviously from sort of a personal sort of level and, and it will fall under adherence is just basically from from having gone through an overly super restrictive diet plan that i bought years ago is just bit having the sort of freedom and mental freedom to be able to fit in not everything you want obviously well probably can fit most things in maybe not in the amounts you would normally eat when dieting um so yeah for me obviously the sort of the adherence factor just have factoring in um foods that aren't going to you're not not going to get bored of so quickly i guess for me mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah, no, totally. I, I mean, obviously, I think everyone said the same thing, really, in adherence and consistency is kind of like 
oh, is that the answer? Is that the, the number one thing that you should consider? And yeah, I suppose it, it kind of is. I mean, a calorie deficit goes without saying if you're dieting, mm. you know, like we're, it's almost like we're not talking about that because it's just, you know, that's a necessity. So yes, some people go, oh, well, a calorie deficit is more important than adherence because there's no point adhering to something if it's not in a calorie deficit. And yeah, all right, you're right, but let's not be a tosser about it. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, like I think... I the, my my answer to it and where I was kind of trying to push the 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 live stream that we deal the conversation was more maybe just drilling down a bit deeper into it in that like what 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 is going to help consistency or adherence then because obviously it does come down to that um and it, like I suppose it's quite cool because what was it Krieger said mate he in when we were at the conference the MNU conference obviously a few weeks ago so he said the biggest predictor of a successful diet was consistency was it all right or or, or or adherence or something like that wasn't it? i think it must be an adherence same thing obviously consistent adherence i guess uh, the same concept so and i think that's where it comes from i think it's obviously like actually right like that's why it's the most important but the the point i was making is like okay well what is going to make someone consistent or adherent um I might, I'd be honest, I know my, like, I know Steve will be listening to this and he'll get bored, but like my clients get bored of me talking about adherence and consistency because it sounds to them like I'm just telling them off, but it's just so important. But I think the, the thing that I kind of wanted to go down was really around like, right, the biggest thing for me is that people make decisions that help manage their appetite. And that was it. And that, that might sound really, really, really obvious, but and I suppose we'll explore this a bit more now in terms of like what that really means or, or kind of like why it might not manage your appetite. But it's just like, if you're not managing your appetite, you're not going to stick to any diet, no matter what. And obviously all of the, the umbrella things we've talked about now kind of then ties into that because lack of flexibility or rigidity, we know that depending upon the circumstance, like flexible flexibility in the long term does help adherence, but flexibility in the short term might be not as good as maybe being a bit more less flexible or a bit more rigid in the short term um or you know my, i don't know johnny like, like what what other sort of thing did we talk about so i, I kind of said about right okay well if, if managing your appetite should be your kind of your number one consideration how do you do it i suppose you're on mute <laughs> jesus right <laughs> i'm off note well food environment's one isn't it because yeah. if you if it's not there outside of the minds you you can't sort of crave it because I, I know myself if you if there's like a certain food item that you love then you're probably going to eat it at some point so that's not in the house so in, so in a food environment obviously um food volume obviously because as much as we ban about flexible dieting as well if you've <clears throat> if you've been eating shit for 20 years you, you shouldn't be flexible for all the time because the flexibility you should have is in, in terms of your meal frequency when you eat and being able to maybe save calories for a certain time. But because <clears throat> you talk about five guys as well to me. Yeah. Um, so it's like, as much as we bang on about flexible dieting, not everybody should do it. No. It's all, straight away. What we said about the five guys thing is about, okay, well, you know, just because you can be flexible doesn't mean you should. That was basically the overall thing, wasn't it? And the five guys example was like, for some people, you might be able to go out and blow your entire day's calorie allowance, budget, whatever you want to call it, on a five guys. But then we said, how many people realistically could do that and still adhere to their diet? 
not many didn't we say because obviously most people if, like in the scenario was like well, okay well if you're doing that say you had it for lunch you have to fast until lunchtime you'd have your burger and chips and milkshake or whatever and then eventually you then got to fast the rest of the day how many people are going to go home and not eat for the rest of the day there aren't going to be many that can manage to do that now realistically because energy balance is the determinant factor of whether you lose gain weight or whatever as long as you're in a calorie deficit that's absolutely fine for weight loss you could do it but is that setting you up for success by choosing to do that? And that's where we kind of talk about things like managing appetite. And it is something that we obviously talk to clients about a lot in terms of not talk, because obviously you can say like educating. It's not like people don't know this, but it's more a case of like just, just kind of reiterating how important it is to make the better choices that are going to set you up and not make the choices that you think are the right ones. Does that make sense? Yeah. I always Imagine a 16 woman and... What's your, what's your weight loss carriage going to be if, if you're relatively inactive in like a desk job? Probably 1,300. Had a rough guess. That's the wiped out for the whole day. Maybe even more. So a 60 kilo woman looking, watching this, with a five guy, got the carry allowance to be able to do that because you're probably going to go over and you're not going to not eat for the rest of the day. And... But I suppose you could if you saved calories, but if you just did it on the day, it's going to be very, or well, you couldn't do it. I often find as well, if you over save calories that you then over blow uh, your, like your budget that you've saved. Um, it's a bit like not buying any clothes for six months and then going shopping, you're probably going to end up spending an absolute fortune uh, and buying stuff you don't particularly need but you're just buying it to kind of get it out of your system. And I find the same with food so I'm, I'm all for saving a few calories and, and stuff like that but when you get people saying oh well this is me more than anything I suppose but if I if I'm going out for dinner and I know it's going to be a you know a decent meal or whatever um and I'll maybe skip breakfast and have a really really light lunch but nine times out of ten I'm that hungry when I come to eat in the evening I end up picking a few stupid things things that I don't like I'll have an unnecessary starter I don't really want um and then I'll have a like I'll order sides or something with my main that, again, I don't really want or definitely don't need. Um, but I'll do it just because I'm so hungry because I've been sort of starving myself all day and I end up eating more calories um, than if I just eaten a bit more earlier in the day and and then just sort of been a bit more normal come the evening. Um, yeah. That, that, that's, they're, they're really good examples and they're conversations that I've had with clients as well in – we're all for again you know flexible dieting being able to you know not avoid social um occasions or situations you know you should be able to manage them in uh, and fit them into your diet and still you know reach your goals make progress but sometimes it's kind of like well exactly the scenario you've just said and that if you if you kind of use some of these tools that you have at your disposal like you know saving calories intermittent fasting and, and doing it sometimes it can work to your detriment for the exact reason you've just said that you just overeat because you're so bloody hungry because you've starved all day and I've, I've said to people, like, actually, that fasting might sound like the right solution, but might be the wrong one if it's going to lead to you, especially when, like, this this has happened a couple of times where I've spoke to people prior to things like, especially buffets, they're a nightmare to go too hungry. Because it seems, like, again, the logical thing, save calories, allow yourself some flexibility so that you can enjoy that buffet. Yeah, brilliant. But what's going to happen when you go there and you're surrounded by this food environment of a buffet and you're starving? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's the same sort of same principles, I suppose, to a point of not going shopping when you're hungry. 
Mm. If I go to the shop and uh, Tesco's and I'm hungry, I'm going to be chucking stuff in that I know I sh- will easily <coughs> or could trigger me to eat more. If I buy a six-pack of crisps, I know if I'm hungry and I haven't eaten a lot and I get home, I'm going to nail most of those. Yeah. I, 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 this happened to Rick. So you won't mind me naming him, naming and shaming him. But this happened to Rick two weeks ago, I think, or maybe three weeks ago. He went shopping and just said that he actually met WhatsApp me after he'd been. He hadn't even eaten them. But he said, I've just bought um, a bag of like massive bag of Doritos and something like some Oreos or some Reese's. I think it was actually Reese's Cups. And um, he's like, I feel guilty for buying him, but I was hungry when I went shopping and I just really wanted them, so I did. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've kind of implemented something that I, don't, I haven't really done before with mine. It's not buying, um, I won't say junk food, but like crisps and stuff like that. I'm not the biggest chocolate eater anyway, but if there is, if I do have sort of macro or calories free, at sort of if I want to get back after I've had a meal, um, I will have to walk to the shop if I want to get something. Mm. Sometimes I probably won't walk to the shop because it's getting late. I mean, even if I do, at least I'm kind of getting a bit, just getting a few more extra steps in, not that negates it, but it's just that sort of, a little bit of a buffer at times because mm. sometimes you just kind of think, oh, do I really want that? I'll just go walk all that way just for a pack of crisps. Then you don't get them, you know, it's just, Another one of those things where, because obviously, as we know, food is so available now, which obviously is one of the a major factor in sort of weight gain and crossable for them for everybody. Um, if you had to walk to the shop every time you wanted to eat something, or you had to go out and get your grub, you're going to kind of balance out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just does tie into, again, like managing your environment, like Johnny said, and then therefore managing your appetite and adherence. Yeah. I was going to say, as I forgot to say, actually, when we came to me earlier, that another, besides obviously adherence being the major factor, I think a lot of people kind of over, overlook the patient side of it. The weight loss isn't yeah. going to be instantaneous, no matter how many six-minute ab programs you buy or how many... Even, even uh, like obviously we do the, we've just tr- rolled out the 14 day sort of group, haven't we? And, and it's a way to start the ball rolling with results. Don't see it as 14 days you're going to be done because it's not, you, especially for people who haven't dieted before and you've spent, what, two years overeating, three years overeating and you expect to drop all your weight or your fat and short period of time it doesn't, doesn't really work like that no I, I don't know if Ed was going to say something or he's just really tired I was yawning yeah so. he just said no <laughs> you, you're, you're <laughs> no, boring me that much I am falling asleep no, I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no I, I, I echo what Paul was saying about uh, about all that yeah definitely aka i don't know what he said so i'm just i was listening listening. (laughs) i like like that so that's this is sort of thing happens at work sitting in a meeting and i'm just like twiddling my thumbs and then someone goes what do you think brett and i'm like uh uh yeah 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 yeah. all right so you think it's a good idea that we all start working longer hours or take a pay cut you're like uh what (laughs) (laughs) uh no 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 shit Ed, ed basically did that ode 
sleepy eyes painted on glasses moment. Then. <laughs> I was oh no, I, I was listening to what you were saying, but I was completely glazed over, monging out listening. Uh, yeah. No, no. Well, uh, to be honest, mate, I, I agree. I think like, again, there's so many factors that are important when dieting. Um, you know. And as I said, really, when I prefaced it, I didn't necessarily think that people wouldn't argue with me to think that maybe managing your appetite isn't the number one thing. Because some people would say, as I said, a calorie deficit is the number one thing. But, you know, I just think it's really important. It's something that I said I tend to, or I seem to be having often this conversation with clients just to reiterate how important it is. Because just, as I said, making those right food choices for me to set yourself up for success is, success is like really, really important. Because if your goal is important to you, then... If you're making things that are, or you're making decisions that are affecting that and actually detrimenting, you, you know, that route to the to your goal, then you're not you're not setting yourself up to win. And obviously, we're we're both going to fail as a coach and you as a client. So it's really important that you do things that are going to help you manage your appetite and help you stick to the diet because that's you know the as we said the number one predictor of how successful the diet will be is if you can stick to it. Yeah, and they they kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Like go, I know obviously, especially if weight. Fat loss is the goal, is the goal, and people have come off a bit long period of eating non-optimal foods. With the sort of education, especially that we're trying to sort of help help people get, is the fact the fat loss goal might be your your main goal, but you kind of pick up a lot better habits through doing that because you will learn that keeping yourself full by increasing the amount of vegetables you have, thus increasing your micronutrient content, which isn't necessarily something that you're, that that people are doing on purpose. It's just because they want to keep, they want to feel full. They want to have that full stomach feeling. And by putting in obviously a hell of a lot more veg for uh, less, for minimal calories, you do get that fuller feeling for longer and same with the proteins and that. So you kind of, you pick up good habits, not kind of on, without doing it on purpose, but it just, they just kind of come hand in hand. You start drinking more water because that helps you feel fuller. Yeah. I'll, start becoming we, more hydrated. Yeah, definitely. We, we did touch on this, didn't we, the other day, Johnny, where we said like when people make the wrong decisions, and obviously air quote wrong. So say like the five cars example, you know, I've done it where I probably made decisions which aren't best for me in the long run. And what's happened is I've then had to suffer. So I've then experienced what that suffering is. And that has made me probably better at dieting next time round because I'm like, well, fuck am I doing that again? In fact, like I, I, and it happens to me quite frequently that I'll go out with people and it'll be a choice of, I can have some cake now and then I'm going to have far less to eat for the rest of the day. Or, you know, have a, I think, uh, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but we I, we went for a meal after we'd been out somewhere as a family, like me and my mum and dad, and I think my sister and my brother-in-law, and I decided not to have a burger meal in um, in like a Weatherspoon-style pub because it was fucking ridiculous calories. And I could have done, but it just meant like, actually, I can either have this burger meal now and think, yes, yeah, all right, you know, enjoy the social occasion, but, you know, the meal's not going to be brilliant. Um, or I can just go, do you know what? I'm not actually not that bothered. I wasn't that hungry. I had just eaten a bagel, bef- like literally about half an hour beforehand. So it's not like I needed the food. I was like, no, nah, I can just do without, to be honest. So I went without and then had like a decent tea and a load of other stuff later that made far more sense to help me stick to my diet. So 
that's I would have probably only did that because I've suffered previously. Does that make sense? Life's full of lessons and learning curves, isn't it? So there's the different things you learn, and you you can learn that yeah. and then take that principle into next week, not even the, like, the next diet. Because I know a lot of people that you know potentially if they're trying to lose weight and uh, they're going through like a a longer diet and then they'd be um, doing more of a like a maintaining process um, instead of sort of dieting, refilling, dieting, refilling. So um, I think you just take those lessons you learn from day to day and, and take them into the next day or the next week and, and yeah, try not to make the same sort of mistakes or put yourself in the same situations and scenarios um, that, that could kind of cause you to fall off track because I think that's a big one as well. Uh, managing your sort of surroundings and if you know a certain surrounding like having chocolate and crisps in the cupboard is going to lead you to eating chocolate and crisps all the time because they're there then don't put yourself in that situation um, yeah it does sound a bit sort of um, kind of like common sense sometimes but when you speak to people and they're like oh yeah well uh, I'm always eating chocolate and crisps well, why are you buying it because uh, the kids need it for their pat lunches no they don't um, they don't need that they might like that or you know just put it somewhere else and I know we've spoken about this and especially like me and Johnny have spoke about it on the lives in the Facebook group um, just take yourself out of those situations if you go to an all you can eat restaurant and you eat like an absolute twat don't go to all you can eat restaurants go somewhere where they yeah. give you your food on a plate <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've said that before in, to Heather didn't I in, when we were talking about when she said she was celebrating in my own neck of the woods, actually Norwich, I said like she said her husband wants to go to a, a world kitchen all you can eat in yeah. Norwich, and I was like, well, you could ask him if there's anywhere else he'd prefer to go that doesn't, you know, that isn't an all you can eat buffet, mm. and see because obviously she was worried or concerned about it, her not being able to stick to her diet because of it, um, which ironically she did go to in the end and did really well, but <laughs> in yeah, terms yeah. of not 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 overeating, fair play because more power to her than me because I would have smashed it because that's one of my my kryptonite so all you can eat buffet but yeah yes uh have we got anything else to chip on this or do you think we've ranted enough we've just hit the old hour mark so i reckon that's enough then i think like just to reiterate i guess because you can be flexible doesn't mean you should so think about that um Make sure, obviously, you're making choices that are going to set you up for success and not for failure. So, but it does. There's a part of that does mean you have to know yourself. And like Ed, you just ended on there, really. Like, take some of those lessons learned and know what you can and can't do. Because, like, I can sit at home with chocolate in my cupboards. I've got a amazing uh, ration pack that Elky Chu sent me. If anyone's seen my Instagram, it's just sitting in my cupboard right now. Um, I would love to smash for all of the goodies she just sent me, but. Obviously, I've got enough restraint, whereas a lot of people might not be able to do that. There's just other things that all you can eat buffets I can't deal with. So, it's, again, like, it's just about knowing yourself, isn't it? And that goes with everything, though, not just dieting. Because there'd be a lot of people listening to this who want health advice, exercise advice, whatever. And, you know, if, if like, you don't go to the, like, I'm the worst person in the world for saying, right, okay, I'm going to go to the gym after work, but um, I'll just stop off at home, get changed, and then head up to the gym. And then I'll, like, not go, basically, because dinners on the table or something um so um just taking you like your gym kit to work you know that's a lesson learned if i don't do that then i probably won't go to the gym so do that um yeah little things like that you, you can you can pick up all these little lessons trips and tips and uh, life hacks and stuff like that and, and kind of 
you can make a book out of them, I suppose, couldn't you? Maybe that should be the next ebook. The hack book. Triple N hack Life book. Hacks. Yeah. Hacks. Got a name as well. Boom. Triple N Life Hacks. Facebook ads won't be uh, not approving that one. Not for those guys. Right, Will. Well, um, have we got anything to add? Actually, I'll tell you what, I just want to plug uh, reviews. We had a couple of new reviews um, recently, so they were good. Um, we have had, I think we had a three star. I'll tell you, they had a three star review. What's that about? Oh, we. My favourite review to date is the person who yeah, gave us a one-star review. <laughs> so the no, hold on. Just, just before you say, we obviously ran at age ago, didn't we? said, who's this fucking one-star wanker? Didn't even leave a comment. <laughs> at least give us some feedback. Oh, let me... I'm going to try and find it to read it out. Because it... it I, I, yeah, it made my day reading it. It was so funny. Um, I probably think I was in Okay, so one-star Wally. Um... <laughs> I have a confession. It was my sausage fingers that accidentally gave you a one-star rating. Yep, that makes me the one-star wanker, and I am truly sorry. <laughs> uh, I did to... say fair play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but no, everything else here is five stars. So, it just means we're amazing, then, doesn't it? You know, just fuel the ego, fuel the ego. Well, so we've had the, we've had the one three star though. Again, with no comments. So um, oh, right. I don't I don't mind people leaving whatever rating they want, but at least give us some constructive feedback so we can get better. I mean, we've had a couple of people message us about the, the audio being not quite loud enough, so we're trying to do something about it. Give us something to fucking do something better, not not just give us a free star and piss off. Yeah, I reckon it's Matt. Stick on one if you want. One, yeah, I re I reckon it's Matt just because he knows that we're going to talk about buyers this this week. So, buyers, <laughs> yeah, bastard. <laughs> Bastard. Or well, maybe it's Breyers. Breyers, yeah, maybe it's yeah. um, um Yeah. Anyway, so if people would do us the 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 kind pleasure um, of leaving us some sort of review would be lovely. As we said, if you do want to leave a shit one, then you can. But at least you know, leave some feedback so we can improve. Don't don't just obviously do a bit one star wanker and just leave nothing and then disappear. Um, but yeah, also share with your friends if you think that enjoy the content. Share on your socials. It'd be lovely. We just want more people to listen. Um, and if anyone's got any topic ideas or anything they specifically think would be quite cool for us to cover, then let us know because we're always we're always looking for content ideas um, rather than scrambling around on a Sunday trying to work out what we're going to talk about tonight. Let's talk about ourselves. That's what we do best. Yeah, you do. <laughs> love it I think Johnny's uh, cat should be a weekly update of what it's killer yeah. that can be a weekly feature murder what's Johnny's cat got this but yeah because that's weird isn't it cats what cats just kill for sometimes the fun of it not yeah. it's hungry well but normally it's the fun of it but if you watch her she's not trying to kill it she's trying to Put it there in front of you so you do something with it. And if you if you if you leave her, she just looks at it and she just pauses it and tries to pick it up and tries to bring it to you. She doesn't try and kill him. He's just because he's like giant compared to them. She ends up stabbing him through the well through the body with his claws. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you describe that. Stabbing the body with 
So actually, on that sort of note, pet note, because obviously I got my or oh, Becky a tortoise for her birthday, and we and we've all got a dog, obviously, but we uh, didn't want to leave the tortoise out on roaming around, obviously with the dog around too much. So we tested it with a wooden statue of a tortoise, and the dog bit the head. So <laughs> definitely not even Voldemort. As it's known. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. <laughs> is it is it weed all over you yet? Because tortoises are really good at that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's gonna pick but, up. I'll be honest, that, that tortoise is probably even gonna outlive your um younger, better half, mate, let alone you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought that's like the, the best <laughs> gift I've got, because you're gonna have to look after it when I'm gone. <laughs> Should call it it's Paul, Paul the second or something. Years. <laughs> it's about as fast as I am now. Actually, it's quite rapid for a tortoise. Tortoises aren't slow, mate. Like my uh, father-in-law used to have one, and that wasn't slow. That was actually pretty quick. Yeah, it's a myth that they're slow. Right, I'm going to go before you bore me to tears. Yeah, well, you're already falling asleep, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, anyway, adios, amigos. Cool. See you later. Bonjour. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.